From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yeah. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Cara. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, Emily. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Uh, what's going on? Um, I was thinking, what is your earliest memory that you can remember? And what age were you in that memory? Oh, oh my God. Do you have an answer for this? That's a great question. I do. Okay, go for it. Uh, so when I was three years old, I was sitting at my kitchen table and my mom had made me a cup of noodle soup and she specifically told me to just wait, eat it, it's hot. Mm-hmm. And I knew my dad was on the porch and I just really wanted to go and see him. So I thought it would be smart to pick up the cup of noodle soup and walk it over to the porch. Yeah. And I ended up burning my hand to the third degree. Oh no! Wow. <laughs> And I can vividly just, like, remember every part of it, going to the doctor, my hand was in a bowl, wanting to play with my sister in the doctor's office and getting upset because I couldn't because my hand was burnt. Oh, damn. Yeah, no, that's traumatic. I think (laughs) the earliest memory that I have, Mm -hmm. honestly, is maybe I was three as well, and we were moving from an apartment to a townhouse, Mm -hmm. and it was moving day And I specifically remember, because my cousin was looking after me, my cousin and his family also lived in the same apartment building. Mm -hmm. And uh, and he was looking after me, and I kept saying that I wanted to go see my parents. But it was moving day, and my parents were busy. And he said to me, no one is at home. They're out at the new house. And I vividly remember standing in front of the apartment door, Mm -hmm. getting on my hands and knees and looking underneath the the door mm-hmm. right there's a little bit of space mm-hmm. and i saw f- like footsteps i could see the shadow of like feet walking back and forth yeah. and i assumed it was like my parents and i kept saying to him no their home open the door their home open the door and then i don't remember anything else from that day no. i don't know how old i was but i was it was before grade one mm-hmm. so i don't even know whatever that was like maybe or five maybe maybe yeah four maybe five? like four because we were still living in montreal at the time and i don't remember the lead up to this because my mom told me the lead up to it but i remember the aftermath very clearly which was my mom was on the phone and she was distracted and i guess i was going through her purse and maybe at the time sorry mom uh, but i think at the time my mom might have been dealing with some constipation Oh, no. Right? Yeah. So I was going through my mom's purse. You should probably say sorry, mom, again. <laughs> hey, sorry, mom. Okay? A lot of cheese fondues in the 70s. Okay? Yeah. Moms were going, moms were going through it. Right? Yeah, moms were going through it in the 70s with the constipation. Yeah. Okay? Um, so I guess at some point I'm going through my mom's purse and she's on the phone and she's distracted and I find a bar of X-Lax. Oh, no. Which was a chocolate bar and adults were supposed to just take one square and that was supposed to help them deal with the constipation of all that Montreal cheese. 
Um, but, and then she was on the phone and I guess I pulled out the whole bar and I un- unwrapped it and it was just chocolate in my hand. Uh-huh. And I guess I had said to her, can I have this? And she said, yes. Uh-huh. So I apparently ate the whole bar of X-Lax as a child, Uh right? And so I don't remember that, but I vividly remember the setup, which was that night in the evening, I vividly remember being on the toilet for so long that my mom brought my dinner and put it on my lap. Oh, no. That's where it started. (laughs) So. (laughs) Yo, we just found the origin story. I think so, maybe. Eating on the toilet. That's the origin story. I, I think oh so. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that is my, that I believe is my earliest memory. Wow. Was, yes. Everything was. makes sense now, bro. <laughs> Emily, that was a great question. Thank you so much for calling in. Sorry, Mom. Thank you. Uh, before we let you go, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Roz. Thank you. Love you, girl. Take care. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Damn it, Maury's grandmother, damn it, Granny, celebrated her 93rd birthday over the weekend. 93? 93. Um, The last time we heard from damn it, Granny on the Roz Mocha show Mm -hmm. was when she gave her review of the latest Magic Mike movie. I loved it, you know, when they took off their (laughs) T-shirts. They were wearing those uh, T-shirts, and they were nice-looking, you know, nice-looking men. But once they took off their T-shirts, oh, boy, all the muscles and everything. That was really something. It feels like we're taking advantage at that point. You know what I mean? Settle down, Granny. Come on now. So over the weekend, big celebration for Granny. Yeah. Right? Uh, You guys, where were you, Damon Moore? You were at a, a banquet hall? It's at the Actors Retirement Home. Okay. Called PAL, where actors retire. Okay. and That's uh, awesome. And you were there, obviously, <laughs> a bunch of family members were there to celebrate Granny. Um, and they held what they called, Roz, mm-hmm. the Granny Awards. <laughs> Not the Grammy Awards. The Granny Awards. I gotcha. Okay. okay. And, of course, Damon Mori being Damon Mori. You know, the big famous superstar of the family. Yeah. They asked Dammit Maury to be the one to be the voice of the award show. You hosted? Yeah. The Grammys? No, I didn't host. No. I was the voice. He was oh. the voice. Your nominees are. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you're going to hear some names here where yeah. I believe they are what? Aunts, uncles, cousins. Family members, yeah. Other family members who were nominated for various things. Yeah. Uh, but, of course, the big celebration is about. Damn it, Granny. Live from the Starfield Green Room at the Performing Arts Lodge, welcome to the 93rd Annual Granny Awards. And now, here are the nominees for Best Sports Commentary. What kind of a call is that? Are you kidding me? Jack Gossoff for shouting at the screen during football. Come on. Jerry Gossoff for shouting at the screen during football. Helen Lyon for UFC commentary. Now they're punching each other and picking each other. <laughs> on the Roz and Mocha Show on KISS 92.5. Oh. Uh, I have the envelope here. <laughs> Helen Lyon. <laughs> so of course, Granny wins the award, of course, right? Yes. <laughs> We're celebrating Granny here. <laughs> Oh my gosh, another award. Oh, 
So what you heard in the background. Yeah. And here's how old is that shout out, Dan Mori? Well, we were supposed to do it three years ago, but oh. because the pandemic happened, so three years old. Okay, right. so this uh, is who Dan Mori was able to get a shout out for from for Dan Granny. This is Helen Lyons' ninety third nomination and first win. Granny Helen, it's me, Dana White from the UFC. <laughs> I just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. You are awesome. Have an amazing day, babe. Accepting the award is Sashin Littlefeather. No, wait. It's Helen Lyons. So, of course, all the, all the awards went to, to Dame McGranny. That's so sweet, man. Uh, and then, of course, to, to, to end it all off, you know, everybody in the room in their retirement home uh, as well got to sing happy birthday to Granny. Oh, great. That's so sweet. Right? Yeah. Like if somebody did, you only hope that somebody would do that for you when you turn 93, that kind of production and make you feel great yeah. and all that stuff, huh? So does she want, obviously won every award, right? Oh, she had a whole box of yeah, awards. that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, Granny, how much fun was this? Oh, wonderful. I was so surprised. How cool does it feel to be 93? Did you know that also celebrating a 93rd birthday is frozen food? Well, I don't want to share it with frozen food. How about somebody better than okay. that? Betty Boop. <laughs> okay, that's better. Yeah. Betty Boop is better. Being 93, how does it feel? Are you like, just do, do you feel great? I, 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 sometimes I feel like 93. <laughs> yeah? Especially in the morning when I have to get up and get out. Did you love the presentation? Oh, Did I you love hear my, my Grammy voice? Awards. Did you hear my voice? Well, of course, I did hear your voice. That was really very nice and over the top. You were very good, Maury. If you could give any advice to anybody else turning 93, what advice would you give them? Well, you know, I don't know what the secret is. So it's an old joke, but they used to say, just keep breathing. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, you know, I I don't have any advice like eat your carrots or anything like that. Mind you, I don't drink any alcohol, so that might be a help. Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday to me. There you go. Happy birthday, Greta. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I've had this song stuck in my head since the very first time somebody asked if it was Shem. (laughs) Do we know what it is already? Yeah. Whopper, 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 <laughs> junior double, triple whopper, flame grill taste with perfect so, toppers. I rule this day. Shem, the Burger King song, right? The whopper, whopper, whopper song. How many people? Because this sounds exactly like you. How many people have thought this was you? For the last month, I think I've had messages every single day from people. So you're talking mm. like at least fifty or fifty to hundred people. Because it really does sound like Play it you. Again. Because you know what? I actually <laughs> saw the commercial while watching, I think it was Food Network on yes. Sunday. 
Whopper, 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 Junior Double, Triple Whopper. How is that not <laughs> Shem? I know. If not, there's a copycat out there. Yeah. Right? That How is that not Shem? You, just Shem, like you, bro. Sometimes with our own voices, when somebody says, oh my God, you sound just like so-and-so, you're like, God, that doesn't sound like me in my own head. When you hear the Whopper commercial, do you hear you? 1,000%. And it oh, yeah? really trips me out. Especially that first part, though, the Whopper part. Oh, yeah. that really trips me out. So you have the lyrics in front of you right now, oh, Shem. okay. Okay. So I'm going to play a little bit of the Whopper song. Oh, no. okay. okay. And this isn't helping your cause at all. <laughs> at, at all. So I'm going to play a little bit, and then I just want you to sing a little bit on your own, okay? Sure. So here we go. Whopper, 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 Junior Double, Triple Whopper. Okay, Shem. Okay. Whopper, 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 Junior Double, Triple Whopper, Flame Girl Taste with Perfect Toppers, I Rule This Day. Yo, that's Flame Girl Taste with Perfect Toppers, I Rule This Day. Yo, okay. that's samesies, samesies. Samesies. And, and the, problem, the problem is, right, when people sing these jingles, it's like, well, who actually does it? Like, how do you even know to say, no, it's not me? Because it's not like the guy who sings the Whopper song is like, yo, I'm the guy that sings the Whopper song. <laughs> right. So people still think Shem is lying. Yeah. Until today. Shem. Yeah? Guess what? No. Get out of here. In just a few minutes, we are going to be speaking with and introduce you to the guy that <laughs> sings the Burger King Whopper song. So, and here is the best part. The guy who sings the Burger King Whopper song his name is Crown. <laughs> what? <laughs> Shem and everybody else, hold tight. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yo, Shem is still shook. Yo, okay, <laughs> okay. Got to go back to this because if you've heard this before. Whopper, 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 Junior Double, Triple Whopper. So that sounds exactly like Shem. And uh -huh. everybody thinks that the Whopper guy is Shem and for some weird reason can't admit that it is him or he's lying about it or why, who knows. But people are 100% convinced that this is Shem. Whopper, 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 Junior Double, Triple Whopper. And Shem, you have the words right there. If you could just remind us how close this is. Yep. Whopper, 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 Junior Double, Triple Whopper, Flame Girl Taste with Perfect. Whopper, Whopper, oh Whopper, God. Whopper, Junior yeah. Double, same. Triple. Exact same. Anyway, we found the guy. Oh, my God. So we can finally put this to rest. I don't think he's ever done an interview about this before. I don't, I don't think he's ever even acknowledged that it's him before. But, Shem, we would like to introduce you to Will, a.k.a. Crown of the West Coast hip-hop brand, Crown and the MOB. Yo, Crown, are you there? <laughs> How are you guys? Look at Shem's dying. Shem's dying right now. What okay. Up? <laughs> okay. So, so Crown, so Crown, uh, you've heard the clip of, of Shem singing the Whopper song, right? And we need you because when Shem hears that song, he hears himself. When you hear Shem sing that song, do you understand why everyone thinks that you are Shem? I do understand. Okay. Oh man, I, I really do understand, and I'm also I'm I'm actually starting to think that it might be Shem. <laughs> oh, no. oh, even the way you talk kind of sounds like Shem. Are you sure you're not like distant relatives or something? It has to be. He's a, it has to be. He's I mean, a brother like me. Yes, he is. <laughs> it's twinning. I mean, come on. 
<laughs> okay, so how did you become the Whopper guy? Uh, you know, a funny thing. I just happened to be around the studio and we were just having fun and they were happy. They happened to be working on the Burger King spot already. And when I walked in, they said, hey, you know what? Give it a try. You know, why not? And I jumped on it. And as soon as I just started doing certain things inside of the the actual theme of the what they wanted, it just like, oh, crap. Wait a minute, you know, and it just started rolling from there. And people have been trying to find out who this is for a long time because people love that song. Why have you not come out before this and said, yo, this is me? Uh, Well, you know, I just kind of wanted to, you know, it's still ongoing. So it's just a lot of things going on, different projects I've been working on with MOB and just, you know, just kind of like riding the wave because it's, I think slowly but surely it's starting to happen. Yeah. Like, okay. So know, especially King- your daughter's like, Everybody at her school is singing it. And I'm like, oh, man. Oh, no. (laughs) So has Burger King reached out to you about maybe doing a a part two or doing more jingles for them? So currently I have been doing a lot of their jingles. So a lot of the voices you hear are is is me. Okay. So and just and just to remind, I got to play a little bit again here, really quickly, really quickly. Whopper, 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 junior, double, triple, whopper, flame grill, taste with perfect <laughs> toppers. I rule this day. Let- okay, no, and this song is so catchy, but it's so basic. Got the job done. <laughs> Look, Shem is so stunned right now. Do you have any questions, Shem? <laughs> I, I just, can we be like friends? Because like, I don't even Absolutely. know. Can we do a song together? Like, this is amazing. Your voice sounds exactly like mine. And I know that sounds incredibly narcissistic to say because you're much more talented than I am. But holy cow, especially that Whopper part. Are you sure you haven't heard from me before? <laughs> oh, no, dude. But no, dude, you're dope too. Trust me. I, I, I heard the stuff I heard. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we got to get like the Whopper remix or something with you know? featuring hey. Shem, right? <laughs> now, I have I have a track here called Love My People. Is that you? Yeah, that is me. Now, is this, is this you singing? That it, well, so not singing. That's me rapping, and uh, Amy Keys is actually on the okay. Bowl. Okay, so we, I, we you want to, you want to know, uh, want to know his range, Shem? Oh, so here, I'll man. play, I'll play another little bit, okay? Yeah, because I was expecting the Whopper guy, and what you're about to get is not the Whopper guy. Ready? Okay, here we go. Amazing, 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 so damn amazing. We live for days of no crime, true. We need more scholars, deep minds, less drug dealing, more leaders shining, plus more father figures, less time in. Come on! Now. Oh, come wow. on! Come, come on! Positivity come right there! On. I love it! I love it! Come Brown, that's on. amazing! Also, so in that song, uh, you and Shem kind of sound the same as well. If people want to hit you up, <laughs> like on Instagram or follow you on, on on any social media platform, where do they go? Uh, they can go to Crown and the Mob. You can find us on all social platforms. Crown and the Mob. Perfect. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Absolutely. Appreciate you. Thank Later, you. man. Absolutely. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. We're getting toasty nice and early. Woo! Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. <laughs> How's everyone doing? I got plans. Do you? Oh, I Roz, I can't hear you, buddy. Um... What are your plans today, Shem? I, I'm going to drink. Are you really? <laughs> really? It's been a week, man. 
I'm going to drink this weekend. And, and you're a guy that you don't nope. really indulge. I am drinking. I'm going to a pub. Yeah. I uh, in the city uh, uh-huh. tonight, and then I'm going to a house party, which I'm going to one of those on what? Saturday. You're going to two parties, Sean? Man. This is big news. You wait till Monday. Are they kissing parties? Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so they may not, not start these, up that way. We'll you're not see. one of these uh, St. Patrick's Day um, party goers that will ditch kind of earlier in the day to make it to the bar to find a spot to post up because you know the bar is going to be like crazy busy as Bunkers. of 11 a.m. No, no, I'm still in my uh, still in my mid-30s there, man. I can't be doing that. I can't be partying like I was in my 20s anymore. But do you have anymore. a plan, though? Like, this is St. Patrick's Day. You have to have a plan going into this. No, just going to drink. I'm going to go home. I'm going to get... Uh, I got a haircut yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I got, a, I got, <laughs> got an, out, got an Yo, outfit and everything. You got a St. Patrick's Day haircut? Listen, I'm mess around. All right. What and outfit then, did you get? Okay. <laughs> I bought a green blazer because I thought it would be kind of cool, you know, for St. Patrick's Day to sort of... You know, stand out and whatnot. So yeah. I got a green blazer and got a white tee, and uh, I'm gonna wear black jeans. And I got all you, white shoes. You thought wearing a green blazer would make you stand out on St. Patrick's Day? Well, you know, there's other things that might make me stand out on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> <laughs> so are you rolling with like a crew? Or? Yeah, uh, three yeah. of my university buddies. We're all gonna hang out, so okay. it's gonna be good. Did everyone get matching outfits as well? No, no, no. We're not weird. No. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And then the, 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 the party tonight, is it like St. Patrick's Day specific? Yeah, it's just, we're, we're just going to sort of, what, what's that, a club crawl? Is that what they call it? Where you a just bounce hop. around? Bar yeah. Hop. We're just going to bar hop, yeah. bar hop. Okay, we're going to do yeah. that. Yeah, we're going to do wow. that. Yeah, you could tell you don't go out, huh? <laughs> I know. Happy St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. You know when you hear um, stories about famous people who act like divas? And sometimes they're a little bit exaggerated. A lot of times they're not. Most times, on- I would say, from personal experience. But okay, go on. <laughs> uh, you know, people like Mariah, mm-hmm. Beyonce, mm-hmm. Madonna. Mm-hmm. You hear those stories of how Girl. certain thing they need certain things a certain way whenever they're in any given place in the world. Yes, right. Uh, there's this rapper named DJ Quick who's doing an interview. Uh, who's doing a podcast talking about the time when he was recording a song in the 90s at a studio that then Michael Jackson showed up to record a song in a studio that was next to where he was at. Okay. Okay. Um, This is early 90s, okay? So this guy, DJ Quick, he's going to tell you, I was there, I was recording this song called Tonight, which sounds like this. Okay, just so you can get a vibe of who this guy oh, old is. Old school, I like this. I like this. Right? Yeah. West Coast guy. Gangster. I think he was part of the Bloods. Or maybe it was the Crips. He sounds so kind, though. You know? But you know what? In the song, for like the first minute yeah. and a half, he says like no swear words no, whatsoever. he sounds so kind. Yeah. Okay. So in the early 90s, DJ Quick is recording this song at a studio that then Michael Jackson walks into, okay? okay. Yeah. Michael Jackson, bro. <laughs> I, I booked a studio. We booked a studio um, for my first single tonight. We moved from our studio to his studio, and he wanted to get in there one time. So they was like, um, they came through, warned everybody that, you know, Michael's going to come through. 
and uh, he didn't want nobody to see him coming through or looking right. So we all out there in the, you know, by the pink, the pimp, um, the pool table, kitchen area, everybody chilling. We taking a break from the studio, and these guys come in and they like, it was like, hey y'all, um, we about to bring somebody through here. You know, they didn't ask us to leave. They asked us to just turn around and face the wall while, you know, they bring the artist through, right? So it's like, are y'all serious? It's not a joke. They was like, man, if y'all, come on quick, man. If you could just, I know who you are quick. I like your music. If you could just turn around and <laughs> like face the music. wall. Just turn the around. You know, it, you know, it'll all be good. All right, all right, man. So we turn around and it seemed weird. Like some police, like, you know, being hemmed up on the wall. So the door opens, poof. Then you just hear some penny loafers just <laughs> right, <laughs> running through the little thing. You turn around, you can see him like his little hair. And I'm gonna fucking in the door, close it. It's like, are oh, y'all cool? Y'all can turn around, y'all. Everything's cool. It's like, damn, Mike didn't want nobody to look at him. That's the f- is this? <laughs> yeah, I've been in that situation. Madonna did that at the film festival. I've been in that situation. Hold on, with who, Ross? Christina Aguilera. Excuse me. Yep. What are you talking about? Yeah, not Tell allowed. The story. To, weren't allowed to look at her. Exact same thing. They were walking her through a hallway, and they made everybody turn around. How long ago was this? Years ago. When she was, like, still a big-time global yeah. touring superstar? Yeah. yeah, at the venue. At the venue. At the venue. Yeah. The Back, only backst- ever... Backstage at the venue. Th- like, three people came, and they moved everybody off to the side. Yeah. And then they were, they were just motioning you to sort of turn away. And so everybody was like, we were all talking. We were like, well, I don't understand what's going on. Okay. And then we all sort of turned our mm-hmm. backs, and then they they ushered her through, and nobody was allowed to look at her. Really? Yep. Happens a lot. Who did it happen with you, Maury? Sorry, I was saying Madonna at the film festival. There was a whole article about how she had all the staff turn and face the wall. Yeah. What? It's a thing. Yes. So the only yes. other time I've experienced anything similar to that yeah. was years ago when... Kiss, we did a, a summer concert and Usher was performing. Mm. Usher, Usher. And it was like the era of like, you remind me and you got it bad. So he was like on top of the world, number one selling yeah. artist, number one billboard songs, right? And everybody, the staff, we were all in the backstage area and they actually made, they asked for everyone to completely clear the area. So Usher and Usher would not leave to hit the stage until that area was completely clear. And it wasn't like an indoor venue. This is like an outdoor venue. So if mm-hmm. you had to leave that area, if you were backstage, you had to go like pretty far. Like everyone that had to clear out, yeah. you had to walk a pretty far away to get out of the quote unquote backstage area for Usher to walk by. Right. And then a bunch of us were like kind of walked around the corner and we're like peeking behind a window. And Usher walks out from where his dressing room is to towards the stage and he it was like the funniest thing but maybe he was feeling himself he was like i'm on top of the world like let's mm-hmm. do this but he did like the hype george jefferson walk from the oh interesting like with his hand like he was walking and his hands were like this yeah interesting down. interesting until he got to the stage and yeah. then it was ladies and gentlemen here's usher oh damn huh. I, uh, when i um did a meet and greet thing with janet jackson diva move from her was you were placed in a position where she was going to come and stand for the photograph and you were not allowed to move uh-huh. and they said you're not allowed to talk or say hello to janet jackson when she comes for the photo can't say hello you cannot say hello what damn yeah there's some rules huh so yeah. no hello you, you had to stand there and there was like a gap where she was gonna go yeah they place her there take the photograph 
they move her back behind the curtain, and then you are asked to leave. Please do not say hello. Who did you get the picture with where you weren't allowed to take it? They took it and sent it to you. Who was that, Mariah? That was Mariah, Mariah and they photoshopped and then, her. They, yeah, they photoshopped Mariah, but not Maury. So yeah, when, they, when, when they got the picture back, Mariah had like perfect, beautiful yeah. lighting, beautiful yeah. skin, beautiful everything else. And Maury and Matthew look like they've been rowed. Right? Like, <laughs> oh, monsters. Oh, no. There you go. So I guess Michael Jackson isn't the only one. It oh, happens God, no. to, you know, a lot of people. Michael Jackson made this artist and his whole crew stand against the wall when he walked into the room. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I'm already sweating. What? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I'm sweaty today. I don't know. I'm all frazzed. I can make computer problems and stuff like this over here. And uh, I don't know what the hell's going on. Oh, is that why every, you're every single now, every single day, right? Like every everything is fine every day, and I do the same thing every day. Mm-hmm. And then one day things just don't work. Oh, and it just throws you off completely. And, and it throws me off completely, and then I spend half the show trying to figure out a stupid computer problem that I don't know how to fix. Is there anything we can do to help? Like, like... You sound like my grandmother who called me with computer problems last night. What was her like we had she to, called me to you, ask maybe her, I have the same problem. What was her problem? She wanted me to drive all the way to her place to plug in her printer. <laughs> and like a good grandson, because uh, she did so much for you over the course of your life. Yes. You were like, no problem. You got in the car and you drove over and plugged in the, her printer. Let's go with that. Or oh I told God, her, no. I asked her if she knew how to work YouTube and to watch Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, hold on. Are we talking about Granny who just turned 93 or Nana? Nana who turns 90 this um, <laughs> same, same. August. <laughs> Damn, man. Wow. Not even for Nana. Not even. So what Well, no, you- but I told her I've never owned a printer. So I'm like, I don't know how to do that. Yeah, but it's easier for you to figure it out than it is to ask Absolutely, a but dude, I was in my pajamas and I was having my dinner and I was like, I'm not driving through rush hour traffic to see my Nana. How far To help live? your Nana, not to see your Nana. She didn't call you and <laughs> say, Maury, I miss you. Yeah, she called Maury and said, I need your help. And you sent her to YouTube. Why didn't your lazy ass go to YouTube and figure it out for her? Because I was eating dinner. Uh-huh. Wow. Damn. FaceTime her at least? Uh- Oh, you think she knows how to use FaceTime? She can't plug in a printer. <laughs> oh, damn, Wow, you're man. really going in on her, huh? Yeah, this poor 90-year-old. <laughs> what she do to you? Damn, damn man. Damn, man. If, you know look, yeah. at Passover, that if she stupid, still doesn't that know... That stupid baby can't even climb a ladder. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> a baby. <laughs> yeah. You know What's what I mean? matter? Just because you got no teeth, you can't chew solids? Yeah. yeah like, stupid. She's an old lady. What do you want from her? Look, I'm going to see her in two weeks for Passover. If there's Two weeks? <laughs> she needed those medical documents printed yesterday. Then when you found bowling. It's going to be halfway up her ass in two weeks. She was just printing bowling stats. Oh. So what? Yeah, Guess she what, needs Mari? Them. Yesterday, in that moment, that was the most important thing to her. Yep. Bowling stats. Yep. And she needed help. Yeah, and, and she you didn't, didn't even. She didn't cover the spread. Now she owes a guy, and it's all your fault. Yeah. So guess what? <laughs> when the bookie right? shows up, yep. and says to Nana, "Where's my money?" and she's like, "I don't have it." Guess who ends up with two broken kneecaps? Yeah, Nana, because yep. that's how those things work out. Yeah. But the haddock was really good. Does she last have a walker? Night. Does she use a walker? No, she no. walks normal. She will today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Wow. Poor Nana. You know what? You give her my number. I would sit in rush hour traffic to go help Nana with that printer. Would you? Yeah. I wouldn't. 
The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hey, I gotta ask you a question. What? I'm, it's bothering me. Uh oh. What I do? No, not you. Oh. Damn. I need to know if I'm. Oh. Okay. No. This, so, once in a while, on my yeah. way into work, okay, I go to the coffee shop. Yeah. Drive through. Okay. Today I get there. Yeah. And there's two cars ahead of me. Mm-hmm. Okay. The car that's at the thing to make the order, right? The, the microphone or the window. The, the microphone. microphone. Okay. White guy, older. Okay. And his door's open. He's got one leg out of the car, yelling, yelling Chipotle. Okay. Yelling what? The word Chipotle. Okay. <laughs> Two seconds later, yeah. Yeah. the gentleman who's working the drive through steps out of the restaurant. Okay. And comes out to where the white guy is. Yeah. The guy working is a brown guy. Okay. And he's new. To that location, I know because I go to that location a lot. Gotcha. The white guy then says, I've said Chipotle five times. Yeah. Did you not hear me? And he's getting really aggressive. Okay. And the guy working said, I kind of heard you. And then the white guy says, what's the matter? Don't you speak English? Right. And then okay. the uh, the guy, the other guy said no. Uh, he did, sorry, he didn't say anything. Yeah. And the other guy, the white guy, said, "Um, well, why did you come to this country for if you oh, don't understand damn. English?" He said, "I Full said on, to huh? you five times, Chipotle." Yeah. This guy was heated. It's amazing how a white guy though is going off on a brown guy for not understanding Chipotle. <laughs> Right, and the whole "Why did you come to this country yeah. when you don't understand Chipotle?" And then he said, and then, and then, and then he was like, "I was born in England. I understand English. Why don't you?" Right? Yeah. And at that point, I had my hand on the handle to open the car door. Yes, because I'm a hothead. Yes. Right. But then he was like, the white guy goes. Well, why didn't you say you don't have Chipotle in the first time? (laughs) Right? Yeah. And I just felt bad for this guy, for this worker, because he's new there. And I understand, like, working that overnight shift. Sometimes you meet. It's a a graveyard. All sorts of characters. I couldn't imagine. Right? I couldn't imagine. And I had my hand on the handle to open the door. What were you going to do? Yeah. But that's the thing, though. Like, it could have gone in... Any given direction, right? Yeah. Because I genuinely felt bad for the guy. And then yeah. when I went up to get my coffee, the guy working there apologized to me. I was like, hey, man, you don't have anything to apologize for. Right. Like, don't worry about it. That mm-hmm. wasn't on you. Yeah. Did you also ask for Chipotle? I was going to say, I would open my door and I would just say, he said Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? By the way, can I get a Chipotle yeah, with that? By the way, so where do we land on the Chipotle? <laughs> like, is that so, a yes or a no? So you do or you don't? Yeah. <laughs> because I'm very interested in this Chipotle now. What got this guy so heated? I know that whole interaction might have been really rough for you, and it should have been. You don't deserve But all this. that talk of Chipotle really made me crave Chipotle. Yeah, so where's my goddamn <laughs> Chipotle, sir? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. What's up with Shem? What happened to your eyes? What are you doing right now? What's going on with you? Oh, I'm not logged in here yet. I can't see Shem. Shem's in another room. What happened? Room. Man, can I, can I be honest with you guys? Yeah. So, Hold yeah. on, wait. 
Shem just, I just looked over at Shem and Shem was like, his eyes were like super wide open. He's like, oh, like, I don't know what happened right before we went on the radio. No. Uh, so here's okay? the thing, right? Like, we yeah. all know I struggle with sleep and I have yes. sleep apnea, yeah. but this is By not the way, it. Pause for one second. Yeah. yeah. Look at my screen name on Teams. Oh, jeez. What is it? <laughs> I can't see it. Shem's uh, eyes. There we go. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay go. So I went out over the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. On Friday, you said it was it was St. Patrick's Day. And you said you were going out to get drunk, right? Bruh. Yeah. I am still. <laughs> you still like, hungover? I'm still feeling the effects. Come on. And I went, but I went out Friday and Saturday night. Yeah. And oh man, three I need days like, later. I need like I need like like f- 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 like three to five business days okay. to get recovered, man. So let's I'm go through everything though. So Friday night, you and who go out? Uh, me and the boys, the boys okay. that I used to club with back in the day. Okay, yeah. so you're all how old? Uh, in our mid thirties. Okay, yeah. and you go yeah. where? Um, <laughs> we went multiple places. We went what, bar hopping. That's okay. what gotcha. it yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bar hopping. Okay, we went to four different bars uh, in the drink? city. Uh, we mix, and that's the problem, right? Like we mix oh. everything, right? So we had beers, we had all sorts of green liquidy drinks because you know mm-hmm. for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Um, like like liquor, liquor, like whiskey, like vodka, okay. all of it mixed, right. mixed, mixed, and we always so, started out with shots. Yeah, every every place was like two or three shots at a tequila time. Tequila shots or vodka shots? Uh, both. Okay. She said vodka oh, and tequila as well. I'm gonna drop some truth on you for one second before we continue with the story. Mm. Mixing alcohol is not the problem, Shem. Oh, the problem is by the time you get to the point of where you're mixing alcohol, you've probably already had too much. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, so facts. okay, Yo. so Friday night now, right? Bar hopping. Yeah. By the end of the night, <laughs> look at him. How I destroyed. <laughs> how many drinks do you think you had? You you consumed? Oh, by the end of the night? Yeah. Yeah. We probably averaged about, I'm gonna say like five or six drinks per place. Yeah. Okay. So you're talking what twenty drinks? Okay, so twenty drinks Friday night. Yeah. Saturday, oh. you and the guys, same guys. We were so we were just gonna go out to eat on Saturday, okay, right? Same and, guys. So sa- and we know Saturdays are for the boys. For the boys, let me tell you. <laughs> and they decided let's go to two other places. One was okay. a lounge, yeah. Uh, so like a club, which was like weird being you know uh, mid thirties in a club with a bunch of 20, 20 somethings. Uh-huh. And so we did that, and we partied until. I want to say like 3.30 a.m. Yeah. Okay. Did you get any phone numbers? No, 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 no. no, no really? No. I didn't pick up. No, no. I didn't pick up. Were the I, y- what, what did the youngs think of the olds? Um, you know what? My group of friends are pretty young at heart. You know what, what I, I mean? asked, though. That's not what I asked. <laughs> well, I, I didn't say how, how young did y'all act. <laughs> yeah. I said, what did the youngs think of the olds? No, they, they had no issues with us. We, no. we, we kind of fit right in. Okay. Yeah, we're you know a good, good group of guys. So, so how many drink? What are we drinking on, oh. on Saturday night at the, at the club? I can't speak to what they had. I stuck to Heineken. Okay. Heineken. And how many <laughs> that's did you it. have? Uh, God, that like, you down. Probably like a six-pack yeah. at least. So and then shots. Over the course of how Oh, and, and shots. shots. And shots, yeah, Vodka yeah. or tequila or both? Tequila. Tequila. Yeah. Tequila yeah. yeah. And it was rough. And then I had church Sunday morning. Oh. <laughs> did you ask for forgiveness? I bet God still didn't forgive you yet. <laughs> I'm still Punishing hurting. you now. Look at them eyes. I'm, Look at them eyes. I'm hurting. I'm not going to lie. I'm hurting wow, this right is now. days later, too. Yeah. Yeah. What, hurt, what hurts the most? My pride. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Going on. Uh, feels like minus nine right now. Six degrees is the high today. Sun cloud mix. Last uh, full day of winter. Actually, no, yesterday was the last full day of winter because spring arrives 
at 5.24 today. Damn. So get ready for it. It's cold, man. I know. It's still cold, yeah. Like, like yesterday was, I don't mean to sound like my mother, but yesterday was damp. Yeah. <laughs> your mom, now you and your mom are the only two people I know in this world that say that. Oh, I like it. My mom has, my mom, her whole life has fought dampness. Uh-huh. Even when it's not cold, she'll be like, oh, it's a, you know, it's like, there's a, be- there's a beautiful breeze outside. I just wish it wasn't so damp. Have you ever asked her what dampness is? Yeah, what the feeling is. What, like it's, what it's like a, it's, there's a wetness, I guess, in the air. Like a moisture? Like a moisture. Sogginess. And, and dampness can happen in spring or winter or whatever. But she doesn't like when it's damp. Hmm. Like right? morning dew? No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, but it's like all day. No, 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 no. It's it's like, it's like not. Like a mushiness? No, not a crisp day where it's just like, it, you know when, like it feels like an old basement. Right. Oh, where there's just a there's there's a there's a dampness. It's not humidity. Uh No. Right. The damp is not humid. No. I knew I knew that. No. When you said old basement. Yes. I knew like I know exactly what you're talking about. Right. Because sometimes like an old basement can be warm or an old basement can be cold. Mm -hmm. But when it's damp, you know it's damp. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's a problem there. There, Yes. Something our us condo people can relate to, like a wet shower. No. No. Like. I can't relate a, a, a damp basement to your condo. You're going to have to go experience a wet basement. <laughs> like, I, I can't. Like, go to your dad's place. Yeah. Like, I have like, to hang on the basement. Like, yeah. like in the furnace room. Yeah. Like, right? go go experience dampness down there. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> We've spent way too much time talking about my mom's damp basement. <laughs> okay. Okay. She's not going to appreciate this. <laughs> Conversation. Listen. Also, it's going to be super awkward when the next time I see her, I have to look her in the eye. <laughs> hey, Ma. Anyway, good seeing you. I got to go that way. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Luca and Eva, hello. Welcome to FML. How are you? Uh, Good, how are you? Good, how old are you? Uh, I'm 13. My sister is uh, 11. Okay, here we go. So what do a 13 and 11-year-old need from the Roz and Mocha show? My sister and I are drowning in some board decision-making. Oh, wow. So you wrote us this. Hey, Razamoka, fix my life. We have a problem. My sister and I have a large aquarium that we want to dedicate to you. We want to get a Roz fish and a mocha fish, but we don't know your favorite colors. Do you have fish in the aquarium yet? No, we're actually, like, we we haven't started building it yet, so. I guess we need to know, like, size of aquarium. What are you guys looking at? 10.6 gallon, I think. Oh, wow. That's a pretty big aquarium. How many fish can you fit in there? Uh... We're thinking like maybe like three or four. Oh, okay. My favorite color is pink. Okay, that's what I thought actually. Okay, so do you have a fish in mind already, knowing that Roz's favorite color is pink? Uh, yes. Okay, my favorite color is blue. Okay. Is that what you thought, or probably not? Eh. Uh, I was thinking like blue or green. Oh, so. okay. But does blue line up then with uh, with a fish like that you could fit in that aquarium and? Be, yeah, a, be able to, like, coexist with the, the, the pink fish? Yeah, definitely. Don't make me, like, an ugly face fish, though, okay? You know <laughs> what I mean by that, right? Yeah. Like, find a, find a pretty fish. I don't want to be, yeah, like, an ugly face fish. A cool, topical fish. 
right. Uh, what does your sister want? Anything like in particular? Um, she's here. Uh, oh. Maybe she can tell Hi. you. Hi, Eva. Um, so at first I wanted like a betta fish or multiple, but then I like remembered that betta fish like to fight each other. So I don't know if we're able to get betta fish now because for that reason. Oh, so, okay. what well, is a what is a betta fish? It's a uh, it's a uh, it's a fighting fish that originates in Thailand and Southeast Asia, uh-huh. and they they like to fight and kill each other. And oh we didn't God. really know that originally. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn! You, you guys almost got a Muay Thai fish. Yeah, I don't want <laughs> I don't want to be a murder fish. All I right. just want to like sit and yeah, hang out and do fun things all day. Okay, so this is. Uh, would you say that this is a little bit helpful? Like, are you oh, able very. to na- narrow down w- which fish you're going to get now? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. All right. Oh, also, we want to add a a mori and a shem fish too. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. I don't know what. I don't know what. What do you think Mori's favorite color is? What do you think Mori's favorite color is? Uh, Stripes. Brown. Oh, no, brown. my my favorite color brown. is pink yet lavender. Is oh. what? Pink yet lavender, so a light purple. Purple. You can purple. go purple. I'll go okay, with there. purple. So you need a purple okay. fish for, for Dammit, Maury. And Shem, Shem. Uh, remind us again, what is your favorite color? Red. I love red. Oh, okay. A lot of red fish Damn. out there. Yeah. Why don't you throw a lobster in there? Oh, there you, yeah. There you it, go. Call it Shem. I like that. <laughs> lobster in the 10-gallon? I don't know. <laughs> or a shrimp. What about yeah, a shrimp? Yeah, yeah, no. Lobster's <laughs> cool, yeah, man. Yeah. Come on. Okay. <laughs> that lobster would be king of the tank. There you go. Uh, this is a pretty easy FML. Uh, yeah, fixed. Eva and Luca, 11 and 13 years old. Thank you for joining us on Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Thank you for helping us. Looking for some advice? Be a part of Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Text FML to 925 Kiss 925. Paula, it's Razamoka. How are you? Hi, good things. How are you? Good. So last week when uh, on the show, I had brought in my diary from when I was like 10, 11 years old. Yeah. And I was reading some of the Sweet. journal entries, right? Yeah. A lot of them yeah. were about like the hockey scores and stuff like that. It's I used just to keep the, track. It's just the way that the child mind works, though. Like, I think that that was the most endearing part about it. It's like the way that you say the things that you chose to say and what was what was important at that point in your life. Like, that's what you realize from reading a kid diary is the things that were mm-hmm. important to them, which you read it now and you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, and I timestamped everything. Everything. The time is now 7.43 p.m., yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, and in there, I also had <laughs> expressed my displeasure for my mom saying that she was pregnant again. Yes. And I was not happy that my youngest, youngest sister, Lisa, was mm-hmm. going to join the family. And I believe I believe the quote was my mom is going to have her baby as opposed to my sister is arriving correct right (laughs) i was still so pissed so paula reached out because she said she found her diary from 1995 yeah um So prior to hearing us talk about the journal entries on the show, you obviously knew that you had the diary, but had you gone back and looked at it? Yes, definitely. I found it and I called it my nothing book. Okay. What did it look (laughs) like? What was on the cover? So it it looks sort of like maybe a grandmother would have this book. Mm, (laughs) It says thoughts and memories and it has a rocking chair on the front and then... (laughs) Uh, flowers and leaves. <laughs> so, what did you used to write in there? Was it just like your daily thoughts, things that were bothering you? What? Um, I I wrote poems. Oh, poems, oh. and like I would find little quotes that I thought were important about like love and friendship, and just 
I, I wrote poems and I wrote a rap. Okay. <laughs> how, so how old are you at this point? Um, I would have been in 95. I would have been 15. Okay, cool. Okay. okay. So I need to know what the, before we'll get you to read a couple of the poems, but I need yeah. to, uh, I need to hear the rap. Was the rap song done like to a popular song at that point? Was it in relation to a song from back in the day or this is one that you just came up with? Uh, it's one that I came up with. I don't have like a beat to it or anything, no but problem. Tupac was my favorite um, artist. Oh, wow. Um, yep. <laughs> I was very into Tupac and Biggie. They were my um, like idols. I loved Tupac, had pictures of him all over my wall. Um, we would just... not have been friends back then. I was on <laughs> Team Biggie all day. I hated okay. Tupac. Okay. <laughs> okay, so what is, the, what is the name of the rap? I Used to Believe. Okay. And it's from 1995. Okay. Go ahead, Paula. Okay. I've got the music thumping as I sit here in pain, looking out the window at the hard-beating rain. The outside world is breaking and crumbling. People's emotions are mixed and tumbling. Nobody cares about the shootings or the lootings. And as I sit here debating, contemplating, my heart cries. Kids are thrown in jail, knowing that it's over, waiting for their bail. They always say, no more fun, shouldn't have bought that gun. Their lives are now filled with nothing but mystery, fading away in their own private misery. People are still dying while the violence on the streets keeps on multiplying. Why is no one trying to stop it? The messed up teenagers laughing and talking, dealing and socking. They think they're so rough, but they're not so tough. Abusing and misusing their valuable time without a reason or a rhyme. Hooking up with the wrong crowd, but they feel that they're all that and they're proud. I used to believe that love and peace ruled, but now I can't be fooled because I'm left wondering if people will ever be at ease while the gunshots and the killings never cease. The thunder is booming and crashing. The lightning is flashing as our souls are thrashing in the web of hate. Now there's nothing left to do but settle in our own fate. Time begins to slip as I slowly lose my grip on the dreams I once had. Damn. Damn. See what Biggie and Pac did? That beef got us all emotional. Wow. Yeah. What was that called again? I used to believe. So you wrote this one, if you're just joining us, that was from uh, Paula's uh, diary that she found. You wrote that in 1995 when you were 15. Yep. Wow. Okay. What was going on then? Like, where did all this come from? Like, what was the the motivation behind that? Um, That's a lot for a 15-year-old. Yes. (laughs) And, And the fact that I kept it, like, it was very, I guess, really important to me. I think it was just all of, like, the the uh, East Coast, West Side things that were going on. And I was really into the music and just, you know, like looking around growing up, just, I I mean, I grew up in Thornhill. I'm not, um, you know. Thornhill and gangster. (laughs) Especially back in 95. I know. And and so it was really just, um, I guess, just the emotions going on within me and just not knowing how to express that and, and uh, just just looking at life yeah, yeah. as a fifteen Damn. year old, yeah. pretty heavy stuff. Yeah, it's great though. It's great. If anybody else has a, a diary entry from when they were a little kid, because I think Mocha started something real great. You get a real sense of people when you when you sort of dip back like this. Uh, if anybody else has a diary entry that they want to call up. We'll let you read it on the radio. Yeah. I love these. Uh, 925-555, or you can call us at 416-870-8888. Paula, you're the best. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I love you guys. And Maury. <laughs> and Shem. <laughs> love you right back, Paula. Take care. All right. Thanks so much. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, get ready for your hearts to start fluttering once again. Oh. Chad Michael Murray is back. Damn. 
And better than ever. Is he? Yeah. Better than ever? He Like he's, you know, long hair, a uh-huh. little more masculine now. Okay, Chad Michael Murray, Damon Murray. Better than Chad Michael Murray, One Tree Hill? Oh, absolutely. in my opinion, yeah. Yeah. Better than Gilmore Girls? Yes. Better he's- than Freaky Friday? Yes. Wow. Interesting. Well, because he's like, now he's got like hair on his chest. Yeah, because it's Chad Manley Murray now. Oh, please, hold on, hold on. I need a pen. I need to write that. Down. <laughs> uh, so Chad Michael Murray's in a new show called uh, Sullivan's Crossing. It's actually really good. Is yeah, it? yeah. Yeah, it's, it's actually uh, first episode aired this past Sunday. Sunday nights on CTV, and it's about this woman. She's like a neurosurgeon, and she gets in some legal problems. She's uh, living in Boston, and she moves back to her hometown in Nova Scotia. And they actually filmed the show in Nova Scotia. Yeah. And Chad Michael Murray plays, I guess, like the new guy in town that moves to town and he's a little bit of a troublemaker. He's like taking care of, he's like the, the handyman on the resort. Right, and he's just like the, the, the guy that's like, I'm not going to play by anybody else's rules except for mine. And I think and then, his wardrobe only consisted of tank tops. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, when you're that kind, when you got that chest on your hair... I mean, you got that, that hair on your chest? <laughs> I'm all flustered now. Chad Michael Murray, don't right? Don't worry about it. Scott Patterson's in this show, too, because yeah. Scott Patterson was Luke on Gilmore Girls. That's their reunion, who yeah. I Who I loved a lot on that show. Uh, Damon Murray getting time with Mr. Chad Michael Murray, or as you called him. Mm, Chad Manley Murray. Oh, my God. Okay, the young gay boy inside of me is freaking the F out right now. Chad Michael Murray is here. Ah! What is the bearded man in front of me thinking? (laughs) The same. I'm kind of freaking out, too, let's be honest with you. (laughs) Uh, There we go. (laughs) You know what? I guaranteed everybody right now will be looking at you going, oh, my God, I had a poster of Chad Michael Murray on my wall. You were like the teen heartthrob and stuff. But back in the day, did you ever bump into other teen heartthrobs and compare posters or be like, I have more posters? Like, was there like a teen heartthrob, like, you know, gathering? Uh, We have AA meetings now. You know, it's like Teen Heart Throbs Anonymous, and you show up, and, you know, um, we go. It's like, you know, Freddie Prince Jr., and, you know, we just go on. It's a whole crew of us, and we meet every Thursday, and now I, I don't think, I'm not sure that these are things that ever cross the brain pan. Do you still have any of your posters? Yeah, I do, actually. Um, I do. Uh, I don't, they're in a, I actually know this because we saw them, uh, we cleaned out the garage. Oh, that was a big job. Oh, it was a big job. And I found my old keepsakes box. You know, chair backs from Gilmore Girls and, and, and uh, Tree Hill and all those. And then I found uh, some old posters from, like, I don't know, Teen Beat or uh, Teen People and all those different magazines. And I ca- you got to hold on to that stuff, you know? I think my daughter and my kids will enjoy it when they get older. So <laughs> to show your kids, look, dad used to be hot. <laughs> wow. Jamie Lee Curtis has said the Freaky Friday sequel is, quote, going to happen. Would you be up to doing this sequel? What do you know? What have you heard? Anything? I'd be there in a heartbeat. Really? Oh, are you kidding me? I mean, look, look, you put me on set with Jamie, I'm there 100%. She, she's such a hero of mine. I mean, when I was young, she taught me so much. Just about being a pro and being free and good goodness gracious me. Like, I grew up watching her. And then I get to work with her on Freaky Friday. So, yeah, it comes back around. Jake's back. This time maybe he'll go from, like, a Ducati to a hog. We'll see. We'll see. Or maybe he'll go down. He'll downgrade. He'll go from, like, a Ducati to a Prius. 
Or maybe a Tesla. Oh, God. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, Chad Michael Murray with Dan Murray. By the way, he's on the new show called Sullivan's Crossings, uh, which airs on Sundays on CTV. Who's ready for a fun game? Do you want to play a fun game? Okay, we are going to play Chad Michael Murray, Would You Rather, okay? Would you rather. Would you rather. Okay. Would you rather play Lucas Scott from One Tree Hill or Tristan DeGray from Gilmore Girls for the rest of your career? Oh, good. Uh, Lucas Scott. Um, I just, I believe in his heart. I just, I like his heart. His moral, he's the moral compass, and I, I'm very much a moral compass of my own. <laughs> All right, would you rather be stuck in a time loop like Jake from Freaky Friday or have to repeat your high school years like Lucas from One Tree Hill? I'm going to go ahead and say time loop. I hate high school. Really? <laughs> Absolutely. High school. Forgive me. I know that that's not the, the the promo I'm supposed to be pushing, but golly, high school's brutal. It's absolutely brutal. <laughs> golly. All right. Would you rather be best friends with Jamie from One Tree Hill or Rory from Gilmore Girls? Hmm. That's a good question. Rory. Um. Well, I think you know what. I'm going to go with Jamie. Oh. He was just an, the ultimate optimist. I mean, now do we feel bad for Rory? <laughs> She wasn't the optimist. She was, she, she had a little bit more pessimistic nature at times with the dry sense of humor. But I just, um, I don't know, something about me craves optimism these days. So much fun. Chad Michael Murray. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> wow. What the hell was, was that? Is that your way of like flirting with the guy? Quietly flirting. Yeah. Sounds like a weird bird. Uh, Chad Michael <laughs> the, Murray. The, the young gay man and the weird ass bird inside of me are freaking out right now. <laughs> uh, Sullivan's Crossing, Sunday nights on CTV. Ah! The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello, it's Roz and Mocha. Who's this? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. How are you? Doing well. Um, I just had a, uh, a quick question for you. Mm-hmm. So I was uh, I was recently in a bit of a rut, just kind of feeling down from stress from work and, and other things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and recently just kind of pulled myself out. And I, uh, I realized there's something I always do to pull myself out. And I was wondering if you guys had uh, something similar. What do you always do? I always get a giant pizza and watch a hilarious comedy special. Oh, nice. What's on the pizza? <laughs> oh, just uh, just regular pepperoni. Okay. When was the last time you did Nothing that, and what special. did you watch? So it was uh, it was just a, a, about a day or two ago. I watched two. I watched one from Bert Kreischer and one from Bill Burr, mm-hmm. and I absolutely laughed my pants off and then felt great. Oh, buddy. Yeah. Why were you in the rut? Uh, just stress from work and family yeah. and things like that, sort of all accumulating at once. Mm-hmm. That sucks, dude. But at least you have, um, you know, an escape. Like, you know what your escape is or you know what that one thing is that's going to help provide some relief or distraction, right? Exactly. And uh, how are things now? That was like a couple of days ago. How are you feeling now? Great. Yeah? All right. normal. Okay. You're not using it as an excuse to order pizzas every day, huh? I wish. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Do you have one of those... Things, Ross, um, where yeah, because I, I, I thought a lot better. about this stuff when I was writing the book, right? Yeah. Um, and, and I always look at it as I always try and do something in my day that makes it the sort of day all worth it, right? Like so on my, my most stressful days or when I wasn't feeling myself or I wasn't, 
you know, feeling that I was, you know, doing enough at work, but also because I was doing so much at work, I wasn't doing enough at home. I always made sure that there was something in my day that made it all worth it, right? That I looked forward to. And for me, that was always cooking. Mm. Nice. And, and and that is always sort of my, like I've come home before, like over the years where I was just exhausted and pissed off and, you know, upset or angry. And, you know, and Catherine would always be like, listen, just sit on the couch. I'll get you a drink and we'll just like sit and hang out. And I'm like, no, I got to go to the grocery store because I got to get a bunch of stuff because I got to start cooking. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, cool. You know, she she's like, that seems stressful to me and I would never want to do that. Yeah. But if that is your thing, then go for it. And so to me, you know, on the days where I sort of need a win or I need to decompress or I need to um, not feel like I have lost more than I gained, um, I jump in the kitchen and I cook and, and and, and that's sort of how I get it back. And I don't cook for me, right? I cook for, I cook for the girls and that's sort of how I get back a hold of the things that got away. Cooking, absolutely. But I also found that walking the dog helps me because I'm in ruts all the time. But I yeah. find that walking the dog, getting fresh air is abso- absolutely amazing. Is it about is it about the, the, the walk or is it about getting out of the house or is it, what is it? It's about getting out of the house, getting some fresh air. And as I walk, I always, <laughs> I find while I'm walking, I'm just, you know, look like thinking. I'm always mm. thinking and I find that it sort of, it just clears my head. Yeah. I no, understand. I got to keep busy. I got to do stuff because if I... Yeah. I don't mind like going for the walks and stuff with the dog, but like if I'm by myself and if something's bothering me, mm-hmm. then I'll just like sit there and keep thinking, keep thinking, keep thinking about it until it just kind of spirals. And right. I find right? spending money really helps. <laughs> so I just uh, retail I, therapy. I like to to um, keep myself busy just doing whatever else. Mm-hmm. And honestly, guys, the one thing that like brightens my day like the absolute most mm-hmm. is picking my kid up from school. Yeah. Because I'm never part of like the morning drop off because of the times that we mm-hmm. uh, work here. So I've never had that experience, but picking him up after school and yeah. seeing him run out of that school when I'm there. Oh my God. It makes like everything better. The yeah. same could be said when you get home and a dog jumps up and down at you. Oh, I hate that. So Do much. you really? I Hate you it. hate it? That's my no. favorite thing I've in the world. I've never known no. anybody that hated when their own dog jumped up yeah. on them. No, because his, it's not it's not the golden retriever, Tig. Yeah. Right? He's 10 now. He's kind of like just whatever. Chill. Yeah, yeah, he's so chill. It's the the little one with the with with all the energy. He's yeah. almost two now, the yeah. Australian Shepherd. Man, I get home. And he's just like all over, like jumping up, like his paws are reaching up to my shoulders. That's fine, but I'm like, bro, I just got home. (laughs) Can I take my jacket off at least? Are you hitting me with the jumping and stuff? No, not yet. I'm not ready yet. That's literally the reason I go home. You're going to start having to send your boy to night school to pick him up twice (laughs) in a day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, dude, thank you so much for uh, for calling in. I I hope that helped, like, relieve some of your stress or give you a little bit more insight. Oh, absolutely. Thank you, guys. And uh, Mocha, I... I, uh... I just learned on the podcast that you moved to uh, my uh, my hometown of Aurora. Oh, nice! So hope you're uh, hope you're enjoying it. Oh yeah, absolutely, dude! It's great. All sixty six thousand of us. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a party. <laughs> Take Bye. care. See ya. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Yo, Sean, it's Roz and Mocha. What's up? Hey. 
Family drama. In-laws can dish it, but they can't take it, man. <laughs> okay, Sean, you wrote, it says, Hey, Razamoka, fix my life. I've been married to my wife since last February and have been together since 2019. Her family has been pretty judgmental and petty with me since the beginning, but I have a tough skin and can handle it. No problem. The problem is that they can pretty much say and do anything they want to me, and I've noticed that they do the same with other partners of members in the family. However, if we do anything similar, it's like a nine alarm fire. That's a big fire. Oh, boy. Uh, and then you and then you give an example here. Um, they call you a girl or make fun of you for liking IPA because the cans are always colorful. Um, and then and then you say, uh, however, in the same fight, if we're playing beer pong and her cousin and I are playing against is singing a Fat Joe song. And then you'll say, come on, Fat Joe, shoot the ball. Then you're accused of fat shaming her, even though you're fatter than the cousin, right? Exactly. Okay. And the dude's name is Joseph. Like, if I'm playing a guy named Joseph and he's singing Fat Joe, yeah. if I didn't say the joke, I'd probably kick myself, right? <laughs> it's like, it's like right the joke, there for the you. The joke writes itself. Yes. Right. Yeah. So do the family, like... <laughs> It's not just you, right? It's like the partners of everybody else. Yeah, and okay. like there was an argument yesterday with one of the other partners, and like they have two kids. One of the kids is twelve, and they're talking about, oh, but when she met the family, she did this. Like, okay, it's twenty years ago. Like, why are we still talking about this, and why are you still judging her and treating her differently because of that? Okay. That happened twenty. It years sounds ago. to me like it's a control thing. I don't know. Like they they want to act like they're not controlling, and that you know, like they say other people are controlling or whatever, but. To me, it just seems like, like yes, they are very close and they're very tight knit. But it's like they're, they just think that their stuff doesn't stink, who and are, everyone who, else does. Pause you know? for one second, Sean. Who are we talking about here? Because so you, so are we talking about like your wife's parents, her siblings? Like who are we talking about? Her, that, her that, siblings, cousins, some aunts and uncles, like. How so, often? Okay. Are you, how often are you hanging out with your wife's cousins? Pretty often, their family is very, very close, and that's another part, right? Because now it's gotten to a point where, okay, I don't mind. They say whatever they want. I know that who I am. I'm going to remove myself from the situation because the only other option is me to stand up to them, and that is not going to end well, right? I stop going around, and then from that, they're like, "Well, now you're not coming around. You're taking, uh, you know, your wife away from us. You're taking. You're breaking up the." the family and I don't have a problem with her going there by herself. I just don't want to put myself in that situation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what does your wife say? Like, is she saying anything to her family about what they're saying to you? The problem is, is that when it's me, it's just me and her and we're talking like she understands the point of view and she agrees with me and she's like, I don't know why they're like that, et cetera. But the moment, as soon as they're on the phone or they're in person, it's like, she's a different person. Her (laughs) beliefs change. Mm. Right. So in those moments, right, where you're like, hey, Fat Joe, shoot the ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it is it yeah. in, is it in the moment you get accused of fat shaming or is it like after the fact on the phone through the gossip train? Yeah, it's after the fact, because what happens oh, is one God. family member takes offense and then they get another family member. And then all of a sudden, all of the family is talking about it to the point where I had to go out of my way to get find this guy's phone number to text him to apologize. Wait, but does Fat Joe have a problem with this? Uh, well, apparently he did. Apparently but Fat Joe. I texted him, he said he okay. didn't. But after y'all played beer pong, he obviously went and said something to someone. Exactly. About Sean calling me Fat Joe. Right. I think that the, the problem isn't so much that they can dish it out, but they can't take it, is that they're just a very gossipy family. Mm-hmm.
Yeah. And if stuff doesn't happen in the moment, how are you to know? You just think you're trying to assimilate to these people. They're all yeah. rip, they're all ripping on each other and having fun, and you got a sense of humor, and you got a couple zingers. Yeah, so why not throw a couple out there? Like you're just at that point, you're trying to assimilate. You're trying to be a family member. You're trying to join the crew, the tribe, whatever you want to call it, right? But the problem exactly. with that is you can't then leave, and they can't every single time you walk out of the house all get together and do a you know a, a post mortem on how inappropriate you were like that, mm-hmm. that like that can't it's it's the gossipy part of the uh of the family that is the problem it's not so much that they can dish it out but they can't take it because in the moment you don't think you're doing anything wrong so like what they've told me and and again this is completely opposite to my way of thinking but according to them because they do it within themselves it's okay they're not bringing it up to the person's face so that's okay bringing it up to the person's face is disrespectful so if you talk and gossip to the person so that they have a chance to defend themselves that's disrespectful but if you do it behind their back and in a gossipy way then yeah. that's okay Bro, what kind of family is this this is crazy so, so, of- so, so here's what I would say, right, is that next time something like this has some, happens where they start gossiping about you, like the, the Fat Joe thing is a perfect example of that, right, mm-hmm. where instead of going through and finding this guy's number and texting him and everything else, don't do that. Wait until everybody's back together, right, and mm-hmm. then when everybody's in the room together, look at Fat Joe and be like, yo, Joe, hey, last time we were playing, I called you Fat Joe. And I heard that that, you know, hurt your feelings. Just want to make sure, you know, I'm, I wasn't out there trying to hurt your feelings. Do it in front of everybody because what they will see is the ramifications of their behind your back gossip. Yeah. And just leave it at that. Do, do, don't have these conversations over text or in private. If they only talk about people behind their backs, you only talk to those people to their faces. Okay. I mean, that's definitely good advice. I feel like that I should try it at least. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's gone to such a breaking point because I don't know if I'm going or coming. You know, yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah, know yeah, how yeah. to win this year, man. You sound like a, you sound like an all right guy, Sean. You can gonna you're gonna get through this, okay? <laughs> cool. It's my birthday today too, as well, guys. Oh so. shoot! Happy birthday, Big Sean! <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Love you, bro. Appreciate Thanks for that. reaching out, man. Love Thank you for too, listening. Guys. Right on, Later, dude. Man. You take care. Take care. Bras and mochas fix my life on Kiss. Robbie Amell, friend of the show, keeping very busy. He's in a new movie called Simulant, which is out next month. Season three of Upload on Amazon Prime drops later this year. And this weekend, he is at Toronto Comic Con, happening at the Metro Toronto Convention Center. Robbie Amell, welcome back to the Raza Mocha Show. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me back. Ah, uh, buddy. How's it going, man? How's life? How's the family? Uh, I'm, I'm on uh, week Four and a half out of a five-week solo dad venture because Italia's away <laughs> shooting. Yeah. So it's been quite the four and a half weeks. Yeah. And how old is your little guy now? Is he four and a half, actually? He's three and a half. Three and a half, uh, okay. But he's three and a half going on 40. And he's... Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's so funny. It's It's been awesome, but oh man, am I tired. Yeah. So what is life like at home now with you solo with a three and a half year old versus when Italia is there with you guys? There's more movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are probably running your course of Coco Melon shows on Netflix, huh? You know what's messed up? I've taken him to see Ant-Man 3 in theaters, uh, which (laughs) (laughs) probably not great for three and a half. But what was way scarier was Puss in Boots. The villain in Puss in Boots is a wolf with red eyes. And I was like, oh, what? 
what are you guys doing to me here? This is brutal. Nightmares, yeah. nightmares. Yeah. And and he's not old enough to keep secrets yet. No, oh no, no. <laughs> oh, buddy. I get thrown right under the bus. Oh, bud. So, uh, listen, man, you got to be excited about this. Toronto Comic Con is back. Uh, first one since COVID kicking off yeah. today. You're a big part of it. Um, what are you most excited about? Yeah, it's super cool. I mean, I haven't seen Danielle in a little while from the flash she's going to be there carlos is going to be there uh, i'm a big fan of the boys a bunch of the casts of the boys are going to be there i'm just kind of excited to to people watch and do some mingling and 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 also meet some fans i mean these comic cons have you guys ever been to them oh yeah have, yeah yeah they're insane yeah, they're, dude they're super fun they're super positive everybody's super excited to be there it's just like you know the fandom is real and it's it's very cool to be a part of do you are you able to tell when fans walk up what they're a fan of that you've done 80 percent of the time yes and then the 20 percent of the time that i'm wrong is kind of fun too because like <laughs> i'll be like oh this person is definitely like scooby-doo and they'll be yeah. like i love the babysitter and i'm like oh <laughs> I didn't <see> that. <laughs> uh, when you go to things like comic-con do you get to enjoy because you're you know just as big of a nerd for these things as we are you're there to meet with fans but do you ever get a chance to like nerd out and walk around the venue to to look at stuff and see what like new products there are and stuff like that yeah i i definitely pop around to the booths you know i'm not i like i there's a great story of brian cranston wearing a brian cranston mask at san diego comic-con yeah um i luckily i'm i'm not at that level i don't have to pretend to not be me i can just pop around and people normally just kind of wave and and are very cool they're not trying to trying to trying to do anything inappropriate or or or, or you know kind of bug me while i'm actually out enjoying kind of seeing what else is out there right yeah but that's because you're walking around with a shirt on if it was off <laughs> be mayhem bro yeah and i just need a, a costume with me shirtless <laughs> just fake fake abs <laughs> honestly because i'm like i know that we've we've talked before and 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 do an upload and everything else and you know the amount of work that you've done with no shirt on i just watched the trailer for simulant honestly i just watched the trailer for simulant and and now it's almost comical now it's almost it's almost comical do you like get the script and realize okay no shirt in this one either <laughs> code eight and code eight part two shirts on <laughs> oh, okay. okay. <laughs> He's trying to set a new trend. I think that's just because my buddy Jeff directs them. He's like, what? I don't, whatever, keep your shirt on. I don't. <laughs> you know what's so crazy, dude? So Robbie Amell, by the way, is on the Raza Mocha show. When Upload on Prime came out, great show. Writing on it is brilliant. You guys are so hilarious on it. Uh, you guys were basically telling the story of, like, the metaverse, right? And then the metaverse happens. And now mm -hmm. with Simulant, with this movie, it's all AI. And all anyone has been able to talk about in the past couple of weeks is how quickly AI has advanced to like a scary level. How does this keep happening to you where you're in these shows that get for movies that get filmed so long before the thing that you're talking about in the movie actually becomes a thing in real life? I know it's super weird. The, like the, the upload stuff kudos to greg he's brilliant but so much of the stuff that he puts in the show by the time it airs happens in real life and it's a little bit of a like it's a little annoying because he'll be ahead of it and then it looks like he's behind it so it's a little right. frustrating in that regard but i mean it's, it's i hope it happening with code eight part two as well like the one of the big parts of part two 
are the robot dogs, the police dogs. Right. And, and now they're everywhere. There's like there's videos of almost exactly what we replicated in visual effects is now being created in real life. And uh, it's wild. I mean, I think part of it is I'm really lucky to work with really smart people who are kind of doing their job and doing their research and figuring out what's at the, you know, the edge of what's real and what's coming. And, and they're guessing right, or they're, you know, they're, they're helping create it. How long until you in real life, Robbie, wind up in some sort of AI or metaverse golf tournament? <laughs> oh man. I, you know, I've, I've played, I've played the Oculus golf stuff and it's, like it's fun, but you can also just flick your wrist, and it's just as good as taking a full swing. So it's one of those things where it's not quite there, but when it is, I'm not leaving the house. I'm going to become, <laughs> I'm, I'm going full like the people from Wally. It's going to be yeah. bad. Ah, <laughs> uh, Robbie and Mel, we love you so much, bro. Thank you for always making time for us on the Razamoga Show. Everyone, go watch the uh, the trailer for for Simulant. It looks awesome. Uh, your co-stars are Jordana Brewster, Simu Liu is in there. And Sam Worthington, everyone doing a great job in this movie. And, of course, uh, Robbie Mel appearing at uh, Toronto Comic Con, which is back this weekend. Metro Toronto Convention Center kicking off today. I uh, cannot wait to see you down there, bro. Me too. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I'm going to play you uh, two songs by T-Pain right now. T-Pain okay. released, believe it or not, a seven-track album. Available on Spotify and Apple Music. And it's a cover album. Okay? Mm-hmm. And he started working on this in 2019, right after he won Masked Singer. Still with the auto-tune? No. Here's the thing. No. Natural voice, zero auto-tune. He covers Frank Sinatra. He covers Sam Cooke, Black Sabbath. He covers Sam Smith, Stay With Me. Here's T-Pain singing Sam Smith. Stay with me. Guess it's true. I'm not good at a one night stand. Wow. But I still need love because I'm just a man. These nights never seem to go to plan. Yeah. Hmm. I don't want you to leave. Can you hold my hand? Oh, won't you stay with me? Because you. And if you know anything about T-Pain, he was, like, notorious for auto-tune. He basically... Didn't people get mad at him like, for, like, ruining music or something in yeah, that documentary? Were, yeah, that's right. Because they, they, they accused him of, of not being able to really sing, right? But then he popularized auto-tune again. He should mail them a CD of this. He's still, he's still heavily auto-tuned, just not in the T-Pain way. Correct. Uh, do you want to hear T-Pain and his cover of Don't Stop Believing" by Journey? Yes. Sure. Again, with no auto-tune, just like natural voice. You know, like, uh, like you uh, really digging this one, Roz. Uh, no. This one's a little off. By the way, this is T-Pain. He released a cover album called On Top of the Covers. Do you have the Sam Smith on top, on top or the, the Sam Cooke one? Sam Smith one, you mean? 
Did you say Sam Cooke? He also does one. I don't have that one here, no. Like, he's still heavily auto-tuned. Heavily auto-tuned. Not in the... Not in the kind of like T Pain auto tune way that we no. remember, right? No, from- but to say that to say that this isn't auto tuned is just not accurate. But I like his styling on it, though. Yeah, he changes up the arrangement a bit. Yeah, I, I, I really I like the choices that he made for sure. Let me see if I can get to the other part here. Believe it. Hold your head up to the sky. There you go. That is T Pain releasing a cover <laughs> album called On Top of the Covers. On Top. Yeah. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Laura, hello. Welcome to uh, the Roz and Mocha Show. How you doing? I'm doing great today. How so, are you guys? Good. What's up? Okay, so I need an argument settled. We're having a debate on what type of dog the Dammits own. What type of dog the Dammits own? What What is it between? What What do you have and what does the other person say? So uh, my partner says that it's the same as their dog, a, a Cocker Spaniel and Poodle mix. Mm-hmm. But I think he's the, the, the dog's too dark for that. So I'm like Maltese mixed with something, but there might be some poodle in there too because I do see the curly hair. Uh, damn it, Maury, your dog. Uh, damn it, Andy. What kind of dog is he? Uh, Andy Monroe is an Aussie doodle, a mix between an, an Australian Aussie. shepherd and poodle and 100% awesomeness. Good boy. 100% good boy. Yeah, he's a good uh, boy. So, so you were both wrong. <laughs> we were both incorrect. And we did not pass And Mocha has an Australian shepherd. I do. Yeah. Oh, are you all dog people? Uh, I am. Roz has uh, 13 cats, I believe. <laughs> no, I have four cats. <laughs> what? I have, I'm not going to sit here and be cat shamed by you wiener holes all day. <laughs> okay, I have four. <laughs> and uh, Shem has zero, zero animals at home. Okay, we foster dogs, so we, uh, we're on our fifth foster dog right now, and she Aww. actually happens to be on Australian Shepherd mix as well. Thank you for settling that. I'll have to go back uh-huh. and tell him that he was, in fact, incorrect. Okay. Did you guys play, like, was there a wager on this? Uh, just a friendly oh, okay, competition okay, okay. between partners. Okay. Nothing too serious. All right. Cool. Well, thank you, Alora. Yeah. Thanks so much for your time. Have a wonderful day. You too. Bye. <laughs> you called him, damn it, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I finished watching that Class of 07 show last night. Already? Oh, yeah. It's like eight episodes. Roxy made us plow through it. It's so good. How long are each episode? Like 30 minutes. Oh, or Maybe okay. it's 10 episodes. Maybe it's 10 episodes. Oh, You know what bad. it's like? You know, I was trying to describe it. You know what it's like? Because I had said it's a little bit of Mean Girls and a little bit of Lord of the Flies. Yeah. It is a, to me, a better version of Yellow Jackets. So oh. when you described the show before, that's, the, I couldn't, I didn't want to say it because I couldn't remember Which what the Which is all a version of, of Lord of the Flies. Correct. Right, yes. Yellow Jackets. That's the, the yes. soccer team plane crash one, right? Right. And then there's flashbacks in that as well? In this show? No, in um, Yellow Jackets? Yeah, yeah, does this it, one have flashbacks? Um, yeah, like but, they're, the, but, they're, but they're completely relevant to what's happening. There's no sort of mystery, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're, they're completely Anything relevant. Anything like the, the show Lost from back in the day? Okay. No, no. I mean, I didn't watch Lost, but it's not, it's not, okay. it's not like that. But, so you guys uh, like this show though? 
Oh my god, it's so good. Uh, describe it again. What happened? So okay, so it is a like a ten or fifteen year high school reunion for the class of 07. and it's a girls' school in Australia, and they're all back there, and they all have their sort of personalities, their mean girl personality, like all of that stuff. There's a small group of them that are sort of in the gym at the time, and something starts to happen with the ground, and one of the girls goes to the reunion to warn everybody else, and then all of a sudden the world collapses and floods. And their little sort of peak where their school was is now an island in the middle of nothing. And so they have to survive as a small group of women Mm -hmm. uh, basically on an island forever. And so they have to make their own rules and they have to fend for food. And then it's amazing. It's so like it's funny as hell, but it's like really dark as well. So is it written as a comedy? Like it's supposed to be a a comedy? It is a comedy, but they get into like some stuff. And it's only women. It's only it's an all because it was an all girls school, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? It was an all it was an all girls school, but um, but it's really great. Like you have the one, you know, you have the one person who is grown now who could, you know, never poop at school, right? And now she's forced oh, to. You, you got to do it, <laughs> right? You got you got to do it. Yeah, you got no you, choice. You got no. You got no. Do. Yeah, you got no choice. But the show is so good. Really? It's, oh my god! And the music in it is amazing. Like it's all like everything in it is just like really, really. And it's and you know the thing I like about it because it's Australia on an island, and most of the show takes place in the day. What? It's not dark. Oh, <laughs> it's a very, very well lit program, which I'm very happy with. Yeah. Oh, very I was going to say, with. you know, I thought of you when I watched, um, what was it? Episode one mm-hmm. of the new season of Mandalorian. Oh. Because the entire thing was dark. Oh. A lot of it took place in like a cave. Underwater. Underwater. Yeah. I couldn't watch. <laughs> I couldn't. Like, I was like, there's no way Ross was going on in this I show. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. You see this uh, lawsuit that uh, Bad Bunny is involved in now? No. Is he suing somebody? Is he getting sued? He's getting sued by an ex-girlfriend for $40 million. Jeez. Now, this girl that's suing him, they were together for like six, seven years. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Back in the college days, she helped him like book shows. Um, She Mm. did like invoices for him. She did all sorts of like the managerial stuff. She wants a piece of the career. Right? Not just that. At one point, she recorded herself. After he requested, mm-hmm. she recorded herself saying, Bad Bunny, baby. Okay. And he included it in two of his songs and put on an album. Combined, these two songs have over one billion streams. And she's saying that he's using the music or the, song, the, the part that she said in his music without her permission. She's also claiming that his management team went to her and said, hey, we want to use this stuff in songs. Mm-hmm. We'll offer you $2,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's what it sounds like, by the way. Bad Bunny, baby, baby, baby. Okay, so right there at the beginning. Bunny, baby, 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 baby. And that's the only time in this one particular song that her voice appears. Okay? Mm-hmm. In another song, her voice is featured again. Listen very carefully. So now, on top of the billions of streams, you know, the Grammy Awards that Bad Bunny has picked up and, like, 
his global status now. She's saying that she can't go anywhere now without people who recognize her from like Instagram and stuff because the two of them were dating for like six, seven years. Mm -hmm. She can't go anywhere now without people saying bad bunny, baby to her. Yeah, but that's just because of who you chose to date. Totally, totally. But also, all of that combined. That, like he asked for it, you recorded it. So all right of, there is the permission. Yeah, so all, all of that combined, she hit him with $40 million lawsuit. This is like one of those things where I can have an opinion about it, but my opinion means nothing. It's just whatever the lawyers think. Sure. Like, does she have a case? I don't know. Maybe. It's not up to me. It's um, what the law says. Back in 2013, Drake went through the exact same thing where on a song, mm -hmm. which is Shem's theme song, Marvin's Room. Facts. It's like the saddest Drake song ever. <laughs> you listen to that when you're like super sad, sitting at home, like in your room alone. Man, staring um, out the window when it's raining. Right? <laughs> uh, there's a girl, Her Drake saved her voicemail mm -hmm. and used it in, in a song. Hello? Yeah, I just talked to him. Yeah, We like recorded Can the I phone call? Now? kind of hard to, yeah, to hear. Right? So mm -hmm. he went through the same thing. And apparently they settled it, but they never said... It was never revealed if there was like a monetary settlement. Of course there or was. Yeah. If... So what that dollar amount was. Because that's different though, right? Because you're not allowed in Canada to, you have to, there's, there's double permissions when you're recording somebody, right? You can't just, you can't just secretly record somebody. Actually for that. audio, only one person needs to know the person who's recording. Is it single? Single for audio. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. And then her voice yeah. is here again. I'm just saying. And then through the rest of the song, it's just that part with her saying, are you drunk right now? Keeps featured in the song. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'm surprised with the Bad Bunny thing that she didn't take that and just turn it into something awesome for herself. Like make herself the Bad Bunny baby girl. Yeah, but you know what's better than that is a couple million dollars. <laughs> you know what's better but than that? But she could have put that on shirts million. and sold yeah. shirts. Yeah. Yeah, she's not making $40 she's million, dollars $40 million off of Bad shirts. Bunny baby t-shirts. No. Because she should have. No, no. She could have. No. No, like and, I, and again, tees, bad bunny baby tees. Again, I have. I, you can have an opinion, but like, if lawyers say she has a case and you know power to her, go get yeah. your bad. What is it? Go get your bad baby money. Go no, get bad. your bad bunny money, baby. <laughs> bad bunny your bad baby, baby money, money. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ah, look at that smile on Shem's face. He knows. Roz probably hits a button that says skip intro. No, I always watch on. the intro. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. I never skip the intro to Ted Lasso. It's the uh, theme song, yes, for Ted Lasso. The uh, cast were at the White House yesterday. So Jason Sudeikis, Ted Lasso. Mm -hmm. Hannah Waddingham, who plays Rebecca. Brett Goldstein, Roy Kent. Mm -hmm. Brendan Hunt, who plays Coach Beard. Yeah. And then Toheeb Jimo, who plays Sam. Uh, and they were meeting with the president and first lady to discuss mental health care. And uh, Jason Sudeikis in the White House press room talking to the press. Much like, not in character, but much like his character uh, when he's talking to the press after or before a uh, Richmond FC game. No matter 
who you are, no matter where you live, no matter uh, who you voted for, we all probably, I assume, we all know someone who has, uh, or have been that someone ourselves actually, that's struggled, that's felt isolated, that's felt anxious, that has felt alone, right? And it's actually one of the many things that, that uh, believe it or not, uh, that we all have in common as human beings, right? And so um, that means that we, it, it's something that we can all, you know, and should talk about with one another when we're feeling that way or when we, when we recognize that in someone feeling that way. Uh, so please, you know, we encourage everyone, and, and this is a big theme of the show, is like to check in with your, you know, your neighbor, your coworker, your friends, your family, uh, and, and ask how they're doing. And, and listen, sincerely. You know, I mean, you all ask questions for a living, but you also listen for a living. So, you know, who am I preaching to? The choir, that is. Okay. Um, and look, and while, look, while it's easier said than done, I, I, we also have to know that we shouldn't be afraid to ask for help ourselves. And that, that does take a lot, especially when it's something that has such a, a negative stigma to it, such as mental health. And it, it doesn't need to be that way. And if you can ask for that help from a professional, fantastic. If it needs to be a loved one, equally as good in a lot of ways. Because sometimes you just need to let that pressure, that, that pressure valve release. Because hmm. I didn't know how to feel after watching season two when they took Ted Lasso and they kind of they took the comedy way mm -hmm. so you can get to know him and the kind of mental health struggles and anxiety that he was going through mm -hmm. that took away from I guess what season one kind of laid heavy on which was the, the 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 comedy yeah and I didn't I like I wasn't ready for that side of Ted yet you know what I mean right uh, but then by the end like yes. by no spoilers, but by that very last episode, I was like, okay. Yeah. You have I to, fully, fully get you it. You have to, because the you go into a show like that and you're like, okay, well, what are we saying, right? Like, yeah. what, what are we saying in this show? And this was always part of the plan. And I, I'm with you where the show changed and they added a layer. And I was like, okay, well, it's this show now, mm -hmm. right? It's not the other show anymore. It's, it's this show now. Still the same character, still everything else. Uh, and, then, and then it just adds a sort of another layer. Like, I love his relationship with his doctor. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah, like, so I, think, I think that yeah. the way that they handled everything with introducing his anxiety and, his, and, and the, the, the struggles that he has, and they sort of built out this relationship that he has with his doctor. Like, I think that that now fits in perfectly in the Ted Lasso world. But it it was you were able to sort of you know add that layer to the show, which I think was really really important, especially when doing a show that seems so frivolously about jokes and sports. Yeah, uh, right? I'm glad that when they had the cast at um, at the White House yesterday, that they didn't bring the guy that plays Nate. Yeah, he got left out, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Nate. <laughs> he should have got left out. <laughs> Yo, Nate. <laughs> that episode one? Oh. oh, my God. Just when I thought that Nate, like, they were going to change Nate's, like, kind no. of a little bit of his character. It's the same old bitch-ass Nate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.